I V M. We've told you about several shortages around the world. However, there's already an excess of vaccinations in India. Yes, you heard that right. Vaccines, one would think, would be in high demand with the emergence of the Delta and the Omicron variations. Not in India, or Nigeria at least. Nobody saw this coming. Even Adar Poonawala, for that matter. Serum Institute of India currently has no new government orders, but it does have a stockpile of 500 million Covishield dosages that will expire in nine months. Although the Indian government is the company's primary customer, the stock may be exported to countries in need. At the moment, Poonawala's company produces 250 million to 275 million doses every month. But as a result of the stockpile, Serum Institute of India has sought to cut Covishield vaccine manufacturing by 50%. India doesn't seem to have made a decision yet on booster doses. This, despite research stating that the new variant is extremely contagious, other countries such as the US, Germany, and the UK have started administering booster shots. The likes of Pfizer have said that the booster can effectively deal with the new variant. But the Indian government is still deliberating. The push seems to be vaccinate the country's population before moving to boosters. But this means that the 50% of India's adult population that has received two jabs will see their immunity fall. With fresh waves of the virus causing lockdowns in large parts of Central Europe, this is a strange decision. Meanwhile, in Nigeria, one million COVID-19 vaccine shots have expired. According to the World Health Organization, only about four percent of adults in Nigeria, Africa's most populated nation with more than two hundred million people, are completely vaccinated. Worrying times. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Chinmay Bhogle, and here is the main story for December ninth, two thousand twenty-one. When was the last time you travelled by SpiceJet? Think hard. Well, there is some bad news for SpiceJet. It only has two options: face liquidation or pay out all outstanding debts in two weeks. In a case filed by a Swiss stock corporation, Credit Suisse AG, SpiceJet owes around twenty-four million dollars. The Madras High Court has ordered the winding up of low-cost private airline SpiceJet. and has asked the official liquidator assigned to the high court to take over its holdings despite ordering the airline's closure justice r subramaniam postponed his decision for 3 weeks provided spicejet deposits 5 million dollars in the next 2 weeks an indian express report said spicejet's operations won't come to a halt immediately however this is their last chance to save the company The airline claims that it would take the appropriate measures and begin the payment process as soon as possible. Within the next two weeks, the company also intends to file an appeal with the jurisdiction. And the fact that the airlines had just reached a settlement with Boeing over similar issues, it is a big deal. SpiceJet's market valuation is at $550 million and an operational profit of $23 million in FY21. All this debt has had a negative impact on SpiceJet's market share. The carrier has dropped from second to fourth place, trailing Air India and Vistara. 
But SpiceJet isn't the only one with debt issues. India's very own Air India 2 has debts to be paid soon. The Tata takeover should turn that around soon. Now, according to government officials, Air India is all set to pay debts and dues to banks, oil companies, airports and aircraft lessers by the end of current fiscal year, that is by 31st March 2022. Despite the Indian aviation sector's financial woes, there remains a ray of hope that Indian skies would return to pre-COVID levels. Why, do you ask? We have Akasa, a new airline to take over the Indian skies, while Jet Airways, which has been out of the market for a long time, will make a comeback. Meanwhile, Air India, the formerly government-owned airline, aims at becoming a strong competition after it's taken over by Indian conglomerate Tata Sons. And perhaps at some point, return to profitability. However, the new variant may put travel restrictions back in the mix. Only time will tell what the future holds for the Indian aviation sector. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. We are prepping for tomorrow's signal. Meanwhile, so stay tuned.